0: all about it. Hey guys, welcome to the Revenue Accelerator. Um, I am your host, Kat Stantik, and really want to you know share a very special guest with us today. Uh, as you guys know, I let my guests introduce themselves because they always do a better job than I do. So Haley, please introduce yourself, what you do, and why you do what you do.
1: Sure. Hi, I'm Haley Gray, and I am a digital marketer, and I work with a lot of small to medium-sized businesses on all of that technical marketing stuff <laughs> that people really hate to do, but we're also working a lot on the strategy and finding that right combination of things that is going to work for any particular business based mm. on their budget, their needs, how many leads they need, how many clients, you know, what kinds of things their bu- their business really needs at that point in time. I started doing this, gosh, almost eight years ago in 2012 when I was at Duke getting my MBA. Um, And people kept coming to me saying, hey, can you help me with this business problem? Mm. Help me figure out the numbers. Help me figure out, does it make sense for me to grow this way? Does it make sense Mm. for me to do that, do the other? And a lot of the strategy, you know, ended up coming back to, okay, so what is it that you're really trying to gain out of your business and how do you want your life to look with regards to your business? Mm, I love
0: that because a lot of people don't talk about, you know, they, they focus on creating a business and, and doing all the work and hustling and all that, that is required, but they forget to build a business that supports their lifestyle instead of modifying their lifestyle to support the business.
1: Right. Well, and I mean, one of the clients in particular was a mom who had a business in my girls. So a mom and my other girl who was in my girl's cat week and they had a business mm. and they wanted to move from the rentals space that they were in and they were looking at buying this beautiful new lot and they were going to have to more than double their sales. Mm. And so we talked through all of the eventualities of what that would mean. And it was really cool because at the end of the day, they decided that not only did they not want to expand and buy that beautiful new lot, but they actually wanted to contract down and go back to being sole proprietors and just them running their business Mm. and get rid of all of the myriad employees because they had been running three or four trucks and doing all that stuff. And it was really cool to see them kind of go through that decision making process.
0: Instead of kind of feeling like they need to, uh, that concept of like keeping up with the Joneses in a way of like they're seeing all these other people do stuff. Mm -hmm. And so they're just kind of going along with the herd, right? But you kind Mm -hmm. of want to step out and differentiate yourself and make sure you're thinking. I mean, so many people don't really think through big business decisions. (laughs) I feel like they just.
1: (laughs) Well, and sometimes bigger isn't necessarily better. For a lot of small businesses, there is kind of this hump where you go through and you're trying to make more business in order to pay your employees, but you're making less or the same amount of money, but you're working more hours.
0: How many people have you run across who are, and I've seen this making millions, million, million plus, whatever it is. And and they basically say, well, I haven't paid myself in six months. Um, Too many times I've run across that Mm -hmm. and it's just like, that's, that's not that's no, (laughs) I never know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What, what do you think are some indicators um, for people to kind of tune into when their business is kind of taking over and they're not, you know, kind of in the front passenger seat anymore, really, or in the driver's seat at that?
1: Well, I think you have to You know, this is funny coming from a marketing person, but you have to start going back and looking at your business processes and looking Mm. at your accounting and your operations in your business to see if it's going to be able to yield what you want it to. Look at where your expenses are. um, Look at where your numbers are. Look at what your marketing is doing in particular and how you're bringing clients in the door and what kinds of clients and customers you're bringing in the door. And are they going to be able to pay enough? or willing to pay enough, or do you need to go fish elsewhere, you know, to be able to bring in the kinds of clients you need in order to be viable? Well, and I mean, all that comes down to strategy, which is my, one of my love strategies,
0: strategy Mm -hmm. and sarcasm, love language, right?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs)
0: Um, And, and there's something about what you said, you know, related to what pond are you fishing in? What kind of bait are you using? Right. Mm -hmm. Do you, is, do people, that you want to attract. I've seen this happen a lot of times where people are talking a certain way and they keep saying, oh, I'm not attracting the right kind of clients. I'm not attracting, you know, XYZ and I want more of this. And, and I look at them and they're they're constantly tweaking from an external strategy in terms of maybe they're using Facebook ads, maybe they're, you know, whatever it is but really the issue tends to come to the internal strategy. So the internal Mm -hmm. work of what languaging are you using and what's content are you putting out there? So how -hmm. do you work with people on that? Because you know, clarity is not something you can cash at the bank, but it does play a big role in terms of scaling your business.
1: Right. And it's not just clarity, but it's your operations and your process and how are they supporting Mm. your marketing? Because I see a lot of people, um, who will do massive amounts of advertising, lots of Facebook boosting. Oh, I need to do more Facebook ads. Mm. And if we look at their return on investment and their conversions, it's just not converting. Right. Oh, it cost you $136 for that call. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Maybe that was not what you were trying to get.
0: I love that, that you look at the numbers, right? It's a huge proponent of what I do with my clients in terms of like tracking everything, tracking off how often you're posting and how many leads you're generating and how many offers you're making, how many people are saying yes, all that great stuff. What are your, what are the key, you know, KPIs, key performance indicators that, you know, you guys track on your end to that demonstrates success?
1: Right. So we're looking at cost per lead Mm -hmm. and then we're looking at cost per conversion. Mm. So, you can bring in all the leads in the world, but if they're crappy leads and they're not converting, then it's not worth it, right? Right. So, I mean, then we all need more else.
0: Nigerian princes, right? To be able oh, to promise us.
1: Absolutely. And we all need more likes on our Facebook pages, right? Right. <laughs> Cause I see people do that. You know, they're like, oh, I need more likes on my Facebook pages. And I'm like, you can't eat Facebook likes. Right. Those are vanity metrics. Like I would rather
0: have three comments and one of those comments convert into a client than to have 55 or 200,000 views or whatever it is. Um, Oh
1: yeah. Right. You can't followers aren't paying your bills. And I say that coming from me who has a relatively large number of followers. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things I focused on early on was followers, 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 connect, 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 connect. Mm -hmm. And then I I had to go back and I ended up blowing up my email list because it wasn't performing. Mm. And I started looking at, you know, how much am I spending on this? How many are converting? What does the messaging look like? You know, what are people joining me, my list for? And, you know, is it somebody or is that a group that's ever going to spend any money? Right? I was just
0: talking about this with someone which was summits and giveaways and all these strategies that you have to, like, none of the strategies are wrong. You just have to understand who you're going to be attracting with what strategies and who you're mm-hmm. aligning yourself with. So people right. are like, summits, summits, giveaways, giveaways, like, great, understand that there's a certain type of person that opts into summits and giveaways and they have a certain mindset and you need to understand that if that's not who you want to work with... Then that may not be the right strategy. How do you right. go about aligning the right strategy with your clients, you know, in terms of like strategy with business? Because, you know.
1: Right. So I sit down and I really try to get to know my clients. Mm. Um,
0: what?
1: You, what? They're not. Yeah, just I know that's signs? like. What? Not just dollar signs. I know it's like crazy talk. Now, I don't oh, know. No. I thought it was done.
0: Like once you have their money, like that's it. Like you don't have to do anything else.
1: Uh, yeah, now. And a lot of times I get to know them before I take them on as a client. I know. Crazy. (laughs) Well, and that helps you avoid some of the crazies, right? But I have a whole team that works with me and they're Mm. amazing people, but you can only do so much with what you've got. Mm. And if you have somebody who doesn't want to spend a dime on ads and they need to be doing ads in their business and they're not willing to pay the cost it's going to cost for a conversion, mm-hmm. you know, if you have that, okay, so I see that you're a realtor and you're trying to get real estate leads. Are you comfortable with spending this amount of dollars per client to acquire? Mm.
0: Right. Right. I mean, it's a, it's the cost of doing business. And what are your thoughts on, um, you know, getting the process down first in terms of understanding how to first generate leads, then to have conversations and then to have offers, right? Because we see a lot of people being like, oh, you can do a dollar a day on, on you know, in Facebook ads or you can do a webinar and that'll fill up your group or it'll fill up your one-on-one. Um, <laughs> the visceral reaction that you just had. look of, yeah. <laughs> but you've heard it, right? Like you've heard these gurus and you've heard these people, not even gurus, right? Like the photocopies right. of the photocopies of the photocopies promote that as the one and only strategy.
1: How do you- It's an easy strategy for sure. And it's mindless for sure. Right. And I think that that's why it's become a thing Mm. because people don't have to think. Yes. My hair just got undone, but yes,
0: they don't have a thing. And so they do the thing that they think is going to catch that, save them. I mean, it's it's the opposite effect, right? Of like they fall for the strategy, the gimmick, the shiny ball, this whatever. Oh, let me-
1: Let me show you my process and you can run through this process and it's going to work for everybody. If your mindset is just right.
0: Shit. You went there. (laughs) I did.
1: (laughs) I did. Just believe
0: hard enough. (laughs) And and you know what?
1: Yeah. It doesn't work with crap.
0: The, the build it and they will come too, is the other
1: one that, that, um, Uh, and that's not very effective either.
0: None of these are effective unless you, first have a process that converts consistently Um, and
1: you know what you're offering.
0: Yes. Which is how you get your, your stuff converting consistently.
1: Right. And if you change that substantially, then you may have to change your audience. Mm -hmm. So if you're building an audience with the hope that they're going to eventually convert and you're selling one thing and you're selling, you know, meat lovers, keto over here, and you suddenly decide to become vegan over here now those meat lover keto people are never going to convert in well, that and you're hitting on vegan something plan.
0: even lower, which is that consistency of message, um, mm-hmm. of, you know, you're seeing that. I see this a lot with people who don't always have things figured out. And th- this is not to say this is wrong, right? It just demonstrate what level of business you're in, which is if you're right. constantly shifting and putting out new offers and modifying who you're, um, and it's modifying who you're working with without elevating them. Right. So there's a, there's a strategic difference there of being like, look, I used to work with these people. I have now decided that I'm going to elevate the people that I work with and in turn change the languaging that I use. It's not doing what you're saying, which is going completely against of, okay, today I'm going to teach swim lessons tomorrow. I'm going to teach people how to fly an airplane. Like they're aligned and there's an elevation process. Um, People Absolutely. who are looking to scale and elevate their audience and who have an offer that's converting, and they really want to start doing more of it because they figured out the, the angles, they figured out the objections. What is your best strategy for them to be able to continue to grow their business?
1: Right. So the strategy is usually going to be to sit down and say, okay, so what do you like to do? How do you like to spend your time? Mm-hmm. Are you somebody who likes to do public speaking? Are you somebody who likes to do podcasts? Are you somebody who likes to write? Or are you somebody who prefers to throw money at a funnel and have people come in through a webinar? You know, which ways do you want to even talk about growing your business? You know, do you prefer to network in person? I've had tremendous success with networking in person. Now I do a ton of stuff online. But right. that's a totally different audience than a lot of my people that I bring in. Some of my bigger clients come to me entirely in my in-person network
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: um, I- because it's you're a about different yeah. pond of fish. And well, you know, that's why my offerings are different. The
0: no, like, places. and trust factor is exponentially fast-tracked, meaning when you can meet someone in person. It, you get a sense. You pick up on their energy. Like, yeah, we're gonna go woo a little bit. You can you you can tell whether you like someone or not, and whether or not they come off as being you know authentic. Another eh word, but whether they know their shit basically, right? If they can talk about it in an excited way, that's confident, that converts. It takes longer to do that online because there are so many charlatans out there who position themselves and who've you know taken other people, you know, instead of being inspired and borrowing, they copy. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And I've
1: had people who literally copy my graphics word for word down to the grammatical mistakes that I make.
0: Yes. There's nothing that compliments you more than copying your grammatical mistakes, (laughs) like making all of no effort (laughs) whatsoever.
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay. So use the idea. That's great. Like I just started offering people the opportunity to do Facebook lives in my group. Mm. That's fabulous. I've seen three other people already start doing that in their groups. Yep. Yep. Phenomenal. You know? Great. I love that you love the idea and I'm flattered that you're using it. More power to you. You know, kudos, right? Right. But you know, they're gonna have to make it an effort to build that audience and message it out, and figure mm-hmm. out how that applies and works. In or business. what they
0: need, because you want to pull in the right expert, right? Like you just don't want to be calling in fifteen different people who sh- tell you how to do a dollar a day Facebook strategy. That's all you can find. That's that, and I love that because one of the things that I talk about with my clients is is that it's learning the skill set, and the skill sets that you learn to technically what we're doing is networking online and networking in person are the same. But you have to get good at, and what helps is having that conversation and knowing your offer in a way that helps convert people faster. So what's your advice? Because you do work on that with people on how people can get that clarity of message so that they can consistently communicate the value that they provide to their audience.
1: Right. So a lot of it is deep diving into who are you and what are you offering and Mm. what value do you bring to people and what makes you Different from everybody mm. else out there. And then the question is, can you explain it to me like I'm a first grader? Yeah. Because a lot of times people are like, I do the flippity floppity floops and the what big words, you know? And I'm sitting here going, that's great. I'm an MBA, but I don't think most of your audience has either the attention span or the education, you know? And frankly, we're in such a busy, crazy online world. Mm they're not going to,
0: it's not going to register. Yeah. And and you're making a really great point of you've got to speak your audience's language, right? So if you're off here talking about ABC and they're really just looking for X, Y, Z, there's a, there's a disconnect. And a lot of times Mm -hmm. that happens when people start talking about their process and not talking about the results that they help their clients achieve. How often do you run into that as being like one of the blocks of people achieving more success?
1: Um. Not so much because I don't tend to work with as many coaches because I Mm. think coaches tend to focus on the, Oh, so here's the process that I take you through. Here's the journey. A lot of my people, um, get, you know, into the whole, like they're selling products and they're selling services locally. They're professionals. They may do manufacturing. So it's a a little bit different because those types of businesses tend to already kind of know who they are and who they're helping. Mm-hmm. Um, but they may be trying to go after a slightly different market. So then mm-hmm. there is that messaging of, okay, so what does the messaging look like if you're trying to get into this niche right, or that subset of the market?
0: So what's a quick way to check in to see, you know, if someone was doing like, okay, you know, I'm listening here. How do they check in to make sure that their message aligns? Like what would be, like good indicators and what would be bad indicators that their message does or doesn't align to their
1: audience. Right. So interviewing people who are in your audience is I think always the best way. Listen Mm. to the words and the languaging and the messaging that they use when they say, here is my problem. Yeah. It's like when you, you talk to somebody and they're like, you know, Hey, I want to fit into this dress for my high school reunion and I want it to fit amazingly. And you go, Oh, so you want to lose 15 pounds before your high school reunion.
0: Yeah. Not You're not using the same yeah. language,
1: right? right? They may be asking to tone up. They may want to do plastic surgery. They may want to do whatever Botox, you know, you name it, but it may be completely different. So I love you know, using the words that they're using and then saying, okay, so I have a question. Is it this or this or this, you know, mm. and Really getting to know what they're trying to achieve.
0: Yeah, listening in and mirroring mm-hmm. back those questions, which mm-hmm. is surprisingly one of the most effective ways to close clients, <laughs> is to actually crazy listen, talk, right? Like, is to listen in and and mirror back what they're saying to you and say, "Great, that's part of what my process helps you accomplish." Um, which let's go ahead and hit that, which is what's your, you know, you're successful. You, you know, consistently find clients. What's your best strategy for, you know, generating leads and closing those leads into clients, into paying clients?
1: Well, so I tell people what I do is I either, I, I will either message it as I fix broken websites or I fix ugly websites. <laughs> um, and we fix broken marketing. mm. And most people resonate with that. And that's either in person or online. Right. And, you know, people are usually resonate with the, okay, my marketing stuff is not working. I need to give you a call.
0: Yeah. Like they get it. Like they get that it. Simple sentence, right? Which is the magic of what effective messaging does is mm-hmm. be able to convey a lot of complex concept in a simple mechanism where when you say broken marketing, It can mean different things to different people, but then they know that you're the expert to be able to go to and get the support that they need.
1: And figure out what's broken and how it's broken because it it could be a huge range of different things that are broken. It could be the messaging. It could be that you're not using the right technology. It could be that you're, you're trying to do Facebook ads for CEOs of companies.
0: But ultimately it's broken and they get, they get Mm -hmm. what that means. So how can people get in touch with you and learn more about what you do and get, you know, additional support?
1: Sure. They can find me a huge number of different ways. They can find me through my website, fiercelymarketing.com. And we have a contact form there and you can say, Hey, I'm interested in this or that or the other. Um, we're putting up a book, some, time with me kind of a link. So I offer people a complimentary, like pick my brain session, like get to know me kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do that for pretty much everybody who asks, I'll do a one time, Hey, let's get to know each other kind of a session with beautiful. People. Um, and then they can find me online, obviously Haley gray, or they can find me in the women's entrepreneur network on Facebook. Woo, love which it. is by teeny tiny little Facebook (laughs)
0: group. But quality over quantity is always going to win the day. So fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. And guys, check out the show notes for those links to make sure you can get to know more about Haley Gray and all the amazing work that she does. Thanks so much.